I told a little story to our school kids at the school mass on Thursday and also to the freshmen who are having a little retreat day at Newark Catholic. So when I was in seminary, I was known to be a, a bit of a prankster. I know you don't see that in me at all, you know, because I'm so, like, straight-laced. But um, I was a bit of a prankster. And um, we decided, a group of us, that we would prank Father Camp Snyder, who was on our faculty and lived with us at the seminary. So uh, one of my buddies had an alarm clock that was in the form of a rooster. And when the alarm went off, uh, this is what it sounded like. But much worse than that, much worse than that. And um, it was uh, also uh, very, very loud. So we decided that we would put it in his room uh, about, set it for about 2 a.m. to go off. So sure enough, when he was down at dinner that night, we went into his room, not his bedroom, but his sitting room, and put the rooster, uh, it's battery operated, underneath of his sitting chair. And then at 2 a.m., we gathered outside of his room for the show. And sure enough, at 2 a.m., the alarm went off. Cock-a-doodle-doo, cock-a-doodle-doo, just kept going and going and going. And so we heard Father Camp Snyder begin to shuffle out of his bed, and he's searching, you can hear him through the wall, searching around for, because he's half asleep, for this sound and where it's coming from. And he must have stubbed his toe or something, because then he said a word I cannot repeat in church. <laughs> and then he finally figured out it wasn't in his bedroom, but it was in his sitting room. So you heard him come out in the sitting room and again shuffling around trying to find it. And then we heard he found it because it's plastic and it wobbles. So we heard him trying to turn it off, but he couldn't turn it off. He didn't know where the switch was in the dark. So then we hear his he has big window. He has this window. He opens it up and we hear him throw it out the window. He's on the third floor, and so we hear this cock-a-doo-doo, 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 and it just fades out of it, and then we hear this smash on the courtyard below. He closed the window and went back to bed, and that was it. He never said a word about it the next day. I tell you that story because um, most of us have alarm clocks. Who here uses an alarm clock? Okay, a lot of us, and some of us don't. Now, my alarm clock has a snooze. Do you have a snooze on your alarm clock? I love the snooze function. I'm just telling you that right now. I absolutely love it. I'm addicted to it, right? So you're waking up in the morning, and the alarm goes off, and you're like, uh, you're, uh, you know, groggy. And you think to yourself, the snooze, the snooze. I hit that snooze, and I go back to bed, and I thank Jesus for whoever created the snooze function. <laughs> but then, and nine minutes later, the snooze goes off again, and I, I'm like, ah, oh. one more time, just one more time. I hit the snooze. And I thank God again for the snooze, whoever created snooze and whoever created chocolate ice cream. And that goes on for a little bit. And uh, finally, I have to wake up and I have to get up. When I was reflecting on the readings this week, it actually made me first think of Moses' life. 
Because I was trying to think about somebody in the Bible who had a wake-up call. And in fact, so many of them did have a wake-up call. So I picked Moses. We know the story of Moses, but just one or two episodes from his life. First of all, we know that he was very powerful in Egypt when he was growing up. He was raised by the daughter of the Pharaoh. And then he became best friends with the Pharaoh when they grow up. So he went from being very powerful in Egypt to being a guy who lived out in the wilderness, the desert, taking care of the flock of his father-in-law, the sheep, walking around some mountain. So he didn't even own the sheep. This wasn't even his flock. He had fallen, in the world's eyes, pretty far. So the God, he comes along and gives him a wake-up call. This man who had so much potential. And the wake-up call was the burning bush in the desert as he was walking around in the wilderness. And when he encounters this burning bush, he encounters God. And in that encounter with God, he comes to know God. And knowing him, he comes to know himself. And knowing himself, he comes to know what God wants of him. He wakes up. In waking up, he's sent to do some pretty incredible things with his life. Like go into Egypt and free God's people and lead them to the threshold of the Holy Land, of the Promised Land. I tell you that story because of what is going on in today's Gospel with this parable, this parable of a steward and his master. Now ultimately, what Jesus is getting at here is that the steward is you and I, and the master is God. And the steward is not, he's squandering the, the goods of the household of his master. You see, a steward doesn't own anything. He doesn't own the stuff that the master asked him to care for in his household. And what he wasn't doing was, he wasn't using those, good, those, those goods, those resources, the way the master will, the way the master wanted them to be used. He was using them just for himself. And so the master gives him a wake-up call. And the wake-up call for him is he fires him. And the steward thinks to himself, what am I going to do? I, I can't live life not in relationship with God. And so what he figures out is that he will help other people who also have a relationship with God, but who have a need. And he goes off... And he goes and helps those people. And ultimately, the master, Jesus, commends this steward for doing this. Because really what this is about is the journey to heaven. And what this man had ended up doing was helping other people who had a need for God. And they went ahead of him into heaven... So that when he died and went before God, they were willing and able to testify for him. I know this man. This man used the resources he had 
in order to help me let this guy in. This wake-up call ended up helping this man be the steward that God always wanted him to be. God sends us, all of us, wake-up calls. Throughout our lives, he's sending them to us. And as I told the kids this week, and I'll tell you now, don't let others, and certainly don't let yourself, say that you're too young, or that you're too old, or you're too busy, or you're too far in your relationship with God, or whatever. Don't let them say that you're too young or too old or to be that steward. You're too young or too old or, again, whatever, to be able to be the steward of the gifts that God has given you. God will give you these wake-up calls. And in these wake-up calls, he will help you to know him. And in coming to know him, like to know him in new ways or to know him in different ways or to know him in more profound ways, ways that you've never known him throughout the course of your life. And coming to know him, you'll come to know yourself. You'll know yourself the way God knows you and the way God knows your future. And coming to know yourself, then he will give you what it is that he wants to give you so that he can send you out to do some pretty incredible things with your life. And only those incredible things like Moses or like the steward in today's parable are about helping other people so they can testify to you, so they can go before you to God and say, this man, this woman, Help me along the way find my way back to you. God sends a wake-up call to all of us. And it's like in the morning when we wake up literally in bed and our alarm goes off. We have the choice to put the alarm in snooze. And we, and we could do that over and over again. And never wake up and never get up with our lives. And I think the same is in the spiritual life. We can put God in snooze. And we can keep putting him in snooze. And never really wake up in the spiritual life and get up. Or we can allow that wake-up call to indeed wake us up. So that we become more aware of who God is and who we are. And the things that he has for us, the goods, the resources, the life, the future, to be able to be sent out and do some pretty incredible things with the lives of others, like our spouses, our children, our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our fellow Christians, and so many others along the way that God is asking you to be the steward of.